at the party, Richter! Hello, everyone, and welcome to See You at the Potty Richter. I'm Chris Chapman, and with me are my co-hosts, Aaron Frescas. Hello. And Joseph Beck Castro. Hello, cutie pies. And today we are taking a look. Uh, actually, today is our pre-watch intro for the 1970 comedy action fantasy. No, comedy adventure fantasy. <laughs> Hercules in New York. Uh, I have never seen this movie, and I know very little about it, except that his accent was so bad that they had to dub over him. I, How about you guys? I accident. Uh, well, Joe, Joe, you've seen it, right? Yes, it's it's a. Uh... It's been a while. I have the DVD. Um, I I haven't watched it in forever. But one of the selling points was um, like had the little, you know, little star thing on there. You know, when they put the, like the sticker or something on, like you uh-huh. know, just reduced price or whatever. But the, this thing was like now with Arnold's original dialogue. So um, <laughs> I think it's does it have. I think it has both. Okay, I was going to ask, does it have both? Uh, I accidentally heard the uh, the dub. When I was looking up, I was trying to find videos for this, uh, just like promo videos, and I was, I was like, "What? <laughs> Have you seen it with the dub before?" I don't think so. It's it. it I don't know. Okay. D- does it uh, does it like not match his mouth really? No, no. Uh, part. I, it was it was a real quick it was a real quick scene, and then I went and I because I saw that I went in on YouTube and just saw, looked at a quick little scene. And no, not not it's not very good. It's huh. it's kind of Jap like uh like Godzilla Japanese movies okay. sort of dub. Got it. Like it was not great, which I'm like I am debating on watching it once. Probably watch it once with it and one then once without it. And I'm trying to decide which one to do first. <laughs> so because uh, you how how bad is his accent? In it? It's like bad enough to where it's kind of hard to understand him. I don't think so. Um. I don't know if it's some sort of uh, type of the American audience isn't ready for that type thing, you know? Yeah. They don't want the guy with a thick Austrian accent. But, you know, we've been listening to Arnold talk basically our entire lives. So obviously his accent has got a lot, I don't want to say better, but easier to understand. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think it was just harsher back then, but okay. now I understood it. So. Okay. Oh, and then the uh, the description, which I read on IMDb, I didn't know what the movie was about. I just knew that he, like, the only thing I've seen was just him riding his chariot through the streets. <laughs> but then I looked at the description, and it was uh, Hercules is sent to Earth, where he finds true love and starts a promising career as a in bodybuilding. <laughs> 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 That's what I was like, okay. Uh, all right. All right, right up cool. his alley, I guess. Yeah. there's only two scenes i really remember from this movie um one is there's a picture of it's like a play or something for hercules and he's like come on that's not hercules this is hercules and he rips off his shirt and starts flexing (laughs) Uh, um that's the one that i saw with the dub (laughs) yeah (laughs) and the only other one was a um a scene where he fights a bear but it's just 100 (laughs) percent a dude in a bear costume and like (laughs) Bear is in like the animal, not a large hairy man. Um, <laughs> does, it, uh, does it ever show like a real bear and then go to the bear costume? I don't think so. I think it's just like just a dude <laughs> in a bear costume because they're in like Central Park or something. So, uh, but I mean, it's been twenty years since I've seen it, so I, I, maybe they do. I don't know. The only other thing I was going to say was there isn't really anything to find for this. Yeah, that like makes as far sense. as promotional stuff. 
So, which I told both of you guys, I'm, we're probably, or I'm probably just going to, um, I've been finding random videos lately for the movies we've already done that I'm like, damn, I wish I would have found that earlier. Like that, uh, that one that Joe sent me with, um, which I think I watched the whole thing of with, uh, I doubt I'll use other actors, but with Rita Wilson from Jing All the Way. Oh with, yeah. On Conan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like just stuff like that, but it's actual ones with him, which we might end up watching some. I've, I've been looking up Eraser and Collateral Dan- or uh, End of Days so far, which it can't be worse than like, I'm interested in watching this because he seems to be not ashamed of this movie, but like where, he, where he's like, this movie's not good, like bad. Where I'm like, this is the one that you're like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> this I one's not good. It's pretty terrible, <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's at the point where it's, it's so bad it's good. Yeah, you know, it's going like to wrap a, around. <laughs> yeah. It's like a B movie, you know? Just like uh, campy, I guess. I don't know what, what would be the word, but just something that you're like, this is terrible and I love it. Uh, is the the dub isn't a famous person, right? It's just like some random voice actor. No, it, it actually, it sounds like uh, like someone making fun of a dub. <laughs> like like someone like like how have you ever seen that south park episode with um like with mark uh zuckerberg oh yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah, yeah. it sounds like that Got which it. is weird because it's <laughs> like very uh yeah, i don't know it was it was weird because i was like what okay <laughs> and it's not syn- it, like the scene that i watched it might have just been youtube wasn't synced up like correctly so maybe yeah oh well, yeah i mean it's just like a b movie with a no-name actor from back in the day you know, yeah. the only reason anybody know it exists is because that no-name actor became the biggest actor, you know, in the world. So, um, do we do we know who made this? Like, what what studio even? Um, I didn't look that up. I was, was looking at random. the director, and the director was uh, it was like a bunch of Scorsese. stuff where you're like, I don't, yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> right after right after did Taxi Driver did this, <laughs> <laughs> or would it be the other way around? <laughs> this was seventy, but yeah. <laughs> This is how I got the inspiration for it. Yeah. Well, we're going to watch the movie now. Yeah. So don't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Just don't do anything. You'll be all right. Yeah. We'll see you in a second. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that is not Hercules. And who is that monster who looks as if he has come straight from the kingdom of the underworld? And we're back. Uh, we just watched the movie and now we are here to talk about it. And with us as our special guest today is Mr. David Freitas. He is a very funny comic, very famous in the town of Modesto, and he has recently performed at a location that is now known as the Improv. <laughs> Welcome, David. Thanks. Wait, uh, I just, where's Modesto, by the way? <laughs> That's uh, uh, Where is Modesto? I just, I just threw that out there here, for the I'm intro. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, I but I have performed at the uh, at the now known improv. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a taco shop before. It was previously known as Levity Live. Uh, it was still a comedy club, but yeah. All right. Sweet. <laughs> well, welcome. Thanks for joining us. I'm happy us. to be here. Yeah, thanks for having me on here, guys. Absolutely. This is this is the uh this is the podcast about Sylvester Stallone, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Sylvester Stallone, <laughs> <laughs> uh we actually have a couple of uh questions for you david uh, that we'd like to ask first time guests i want to ask you a bunch of questions and i want to have them answered immediately uh so what what is your favorite arnold schwarzenegger movie i almost said sylvester stallone but what is your favorite <laughs> arnold schwarzenegger movie <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a tie between uh i would say 
between Terminator 2 and then and Jingle All the Way. I, I really, <laughs> really. Such a big difference. Have, have know, you watched Jingle All the Way recently? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. making sure. Our last but, guest but that I, said that was his favorite movie completely changed course after wait, he watched. What did, that was Richard, <laughs> if, right? Yeah, that was what Richard. Did, what did he end but up if saying? you hear, I love Richard. Yeah, I love what? Richard. What did he end up going to? Terminator? Same thing? Terminator 2? Uh, yeah, I think it was Terminator 2. Okay. Uh, what about uh, movies? Do you have one that you don't like as far as Arnold movies? I I really uh, I really didn't until I watched this one. Okay, well, and it's and it's okay. You know, I'm still I love. <laughs> I wanted to do the podcast either way, but I was like, oh my god, this is a terrible, <laughs> just terrible all around. Except for like one or two actors, I was like, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but I was like, like Arnold and Pritzy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, yeah. we could probably give you a few suggestions for movies that you that might have put it on there. You're like, eh, I don't, I don't ever want to watch yeah. that again. But uh, yeah, this one was uh, anyway. Well, we'll get to that. But okay, what what are some what are some arguable ones? Just so I don't feel like I'm missing out on any. Like as far as the bad ones, yeah. Um, they're not bad. They're just what like all the all of the serious ones, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean they're they're like you go watch Morose. them and they are not Arnold movies. <laughs> like they're not like, like Total Recall was. It wasn't that one was t- wasn't terrible. No, that one's no, that, that one's, one's that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that good. one's like peak arnold yeah. no yeah. we're talking about like uh sabotage which we did recently um aftermath maggie aftermath oh i remember mag i remember Probably, maggie did you watch maggie it was a long time ago i was like i was pretty young but i was just like this uh, this just doesn't seem right well you know when you're when it's just not a memorable well it's the the thing is is it's a zombie movie so you go in there expecting like all right Arnold schwarzenegger zombies and then it's like his daughter dying the whole time so you're like, it's just like a family <laughs> drama the whole yeah. time yeah. Which is it's a good movie. You're just not this. It's not what you're expecting. So something like that. It's not yeah. a good Arnold movie. Yeah. yeah. I always I always feel like they the 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 premise the initial idea for any Arnold film is they they hear they hear or see him like the director hears or see him do one thing and they're like we just got to have a whole movie about that. <laughs> <laughs> they probably heard him say Maggie and then they're like yes yes we need a whole movie. Were you just, just saying Maggie? <laughs> watching The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite character is Maggie. Remember when <laughs> remember when she shot Mr. Bones? <laughs> Arnold, we want you to say pacifier. What does it sound like when you say <laughs> Let, hey, let's get in the production stuff? <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, Sounds cool. Sounds like a plan. Uh <laughs> so I I got some production stuff and then pretty much zero uh, promo stuff. But anyway, so <laughs> this movie was the directorial debut of Arthur Allen Seidelman, who directed a lot of older TV shows, including five episodes of Murder, She Wrote. Uh, I said that like I was going to say more, but I don't have any more. So, you know, <laughs> um, uh, and I don't, I don't know if it's just me, but once I found out that he was a t- TV director, it kind of made sense because this movie definitely has the feel of like a really long episode of like a crappy early shit like a crappy show from the early 70s yeah yeah just the way it's shot i, I guess i don't know I, it, I, it does kind of have that feel like if it if it you know if it was going to be it's it's almost like you're hearing like a a theme song in the works yeah, you know seriously. with all the you could definitely <laughs> what is make it a like montage. there's like a spanish guitar instead of charles in charge it's hercules in new york <laughs> yeah there's like 
<laughs> I don't I don't want to get ahead, but there's like a scene where like this kid comes up to him and he like pats the kid on the head. And I'm like, that's straight yeah. out of <laughs> yeah. straight out of a 70s TV show. Definitely. What the hell's happening? At, the entire scene of just him walking around New York, like that's the opening credits of this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just walking around in his to- turtleneck. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for him to do a slow turnaround over over his shoulder with the turtleneck and then smile. Or yeah. like a Randy <laughs> Newman song plays in the background or something. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So the movie was uh, written by... You Ob- can be my Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> no one can stop me. No one can stop you now. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the movie was written the movie was written by Aubrey uh Weisberg or Weisberg who was actually born the same year that Teddy Roosevelt left office. <laughs> so, <laughs> so seriously Jeez, like I... Teddy Teddy Roosevelt is just someone that's fucking old as shit. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that that could have been 1802 okay. or 1974. Yeah. I don't it's, know. Uh, no, like she, the early 1900s, like within yeah, the first born, decade Yeah, she was born she was born the same year. Okay, a, a little she was born the same year that the Panama Canal started construction and the year that the US first released the Lincoln Penny. She was born in 1909. Which was just <laughs> right. she so she was 60 when uh-huh. she wrote this movie. Or when the movie you can, got you made. can see that, yeah, you can see that through, yeah, <laughs> through the, for sure. The quality of the production, yeah. In the dialogue, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. she was 60 when it came out, which was the last movie she – this was actually the last movie she wrote. Uh, her Hollywood writing career started in 1942 with a movie called Submarine Raider. And this lady has – like, this lady was a machine because she wrote 47 movies in 28 years. Jesus. <laughs> including, including such like classics. like Stephen King level yeah. shit. <laughs> uh, such, including such classics as The Man from Planet X and uh, They Came to Blow Up America. <laughs> and uh, and then like you, you got a uh, Captain Kid and the Slave Girl. So you know. So for comparison, oh, is that, that that's a that those are three. Those are the names of three of the movies. Captain Captain Kid, Kid and, and the, the Slave Girl. Hmm. Yeah. Which wait, the, wait, when did when did that come out? Like the I think it was the late fifties or early sixties. Dickety two. So, oh, wow. <laughs> for comparison, it sounds like she just kept writing bad movies, oh, yeah. and they're like, "Do another one, another one. We need another one, quick." For quickly. sure, like some of those titles, <laughs> those were the best three I could find there. But, uh, <laughs> but, but for comparison, the Coen Brothers have written about twenty-four movies in thirty-seven years, and that lazy bag of human shit, Quentin Tarantino's, about sixteen movies in thirty-two years. So this lady was like <laughs> yeah. pumping them out. God, that's yeah, like almost yeah, she, two a year. Yeah, yeah. it God. is. Yeah. Didn't you say 47 and 21 years? That's like 47 and 28. Oh, 20. Yeah, that's that's almost. Two. I don't know math. But that's <laughs> almost. Yeah, I'm going to go with what you said. That's almost uh, two a year. Um. So, OK, so the movie had a production budget of $300,000, which would be about 2.2 million today. It was released February 25th, 1970. And I have no idea how it did at the box office. I'm actually probably should have looked up, which I just thought of right now when they started recording those numbers which I mm. think it was before that, but it's not even listed as being released at the box office on the website. I usually check. Wow. <laughs> and then IMDb mm. lists, lists it as being released February 25th in it, specific places, Charlotteville or sorry, Charlotte, North Carolina and Hickory, Hickory, North Carolina. So I'm actually curious. I'm curious how many theaters it actually opened in. Okay. Doesn't seem like that many. <laughs> no cinema hotbed. <laughs> so, North Carolina. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. They just they, they were just craving like 
they were craving uh, bodybuilders in North Carolina, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, if I knew anything about North Carolina, I'd hopefully come up with a joke about that, but I got nothing. Yeah, those fucking Tar Heels, that's all I got. Oh, yeah. Panthers. Yeah, weren't they oh, the Panthers? I think that might yeah. be... It's Carolina. It's Carolina. It's both of them. Yeah. Where, where's that but stadium, though? They, it's in Charlotte. North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that when the song Sweet Caroline came out? But, uh... <laughs> That's what it used to be called, Sweet Carolina. But then, yeah. yeah. But he was talking about barbecue sauce. Sweet Caroline and barbecue. <laughs> so, uh, I also couldn't find out, or I also couldn't find how much money the movie actually brought in, if anything at all. Yeah. But uh, all right, well that's it for the production stuff because there isn't much about it. But let's move <laughs> nice. on to the promo material. And like I mentioned in the pre-watch intro, there isn't anything for this movie, or at least like anything worth watching. Yeah. But I uh, so we're what we're gonna do is we're gonna I have a couple of things that are like reference it, and then we I have a couple of clips that are just from different movies that we've already done. <laughs> Got it. Sounds good. Yeah. So yeah, I I did find him mentioning the movie in an interview he did with Leno in 2004, and so at this point he was already the governor, so most of the interview is them talking political stuff. But at one point Leno asks him a question that he has a funny response to, which is right here. I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for you to like actually start playing a Randy Newman song. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Has there been any mistakes? Did you ever did you screw up at all? Did you go, uh oh, I, I no, you know what I mean. I mean I mean obviously there's gotta be something that didn't go a, a plan. Have you made any mistakes, do you think? You and, mean like uh Hercules in New York? No, no, I, I don't mean like that. <laughs> I know that's that, no, that's that's oh, beyond a mistake. That's it. That's like a wardrobe malfunction, that thing. No, no. No, but I mean you know what I'm saying, where you said, Oh, I did this. Okay. So <laughs> the uh, only other thing I could that I could find that sort of around the same time period is an interview with Tommy Chong, and oddly enough, it's about weed. So <laughs> shocking. Okay, here we go. <laughs> One of the reasons I came to LA was to work out at Gold's Gym. <laughs> that was a dream. When I joined Gold's Gym, by the way, it cost twenty five bucks for three months. <laughs> it was a special, so I got to hang with Arnold with. Zabel, all these great bodybuilders. The only substance that any of them would do safely was, was marijuana. Wow. <laughs> safely. <laughs> now, what we used to do at Zabel's house, he would have pot parties <clears throat> and he would uh, have all the bodybuilders, Draper and Arnold, we'd all come over there. And I was there, but they didn't know who I was because I was such a you know, little midget compared to these guys. And they didn't really know who I was until I became Cheech and Chong. Up until then, you know, I was that, that guy, or what, what, what's his name, you know? Well, they, they would have a contest. They, they got this big old bong, and then they would put an eighth of weed in the bowl, and then they would fire it up with like a blowtorch. And the whole exercise was to take such a toke, that you, you, the thing would glow, like, uh, and just glow and then get sucked into the water and explode. <laughs> and that's, that was, that was their big deal. And so they all did it. And one time then they handed the bong to me and I took my little <laughs> And they ignored me after that. <laughs> <That's>, okay. <laughs> and then it says, I've read it. I like that. Yeah. 
uh, the, the end's just kind of sad. But then, but then it says like a thing pops up on the screen that says Arnold Schwarzenegger and Dave Draper have not responded to Inside Edition's request for comment. So, <laughs> oh man, I feel like I feel like we need to hear what it what it's like when Arnold's high. I just oh, feel you, like like you can right pumping iron. Yeah, there's at least a couple parts. I know, but I feel like he's high on other other stuff. No, not, well, no, you see, you see him smoking weed in that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> uh, but you know, he's he's just chilling. Dude, Tommy Tommy Chong just always he always sounds high, right? Yeah, I think he is probably always <laughs> high. I feel like he is. It's like that's his uh, like functioning <laughs> thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You got. I mean, I feel like you got to. Uh, that so that that's that's all the interesting interesting stuff I could find that's somewhat movie related. So this next one has nothing to do with the movie. It's Arnold on the Daily Show with John Stewart in 2012, and they're uh, talking politics when John notices something that Arnold's wearing. And therefore, someone else you get charged in for two thousand dollars a room when in fact it only costs eight hundred dollars a room because you're paying for someone else. So for another what is another what is the part of the uh, Republican Party? And by the way, is that a skull on your hand? What is yes. that? <laughs> that is a skull. Yes, a skull. Yes. Real quick, real quick. He's wearing a skull ring, <laughs> like in a Daily Show interview, and he's like, "Nice suit, whatever." He's I'm uh, 2012. Yeah. I think he is was done already. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. That's that's a. Right. That's a robot. That's a robot skull, though. Dude, I thought <laughs> we were talking. We we're having a very interesting policy discussion, and then I thought to myself, "Is that a skull on that man's head?" Yeah. So now, for a second, I'm like, "Is, is that a bong? Like, what are we doing here? Uh, what does what that uh, does that signify? Something? Absolutely or? nothing. Okay. It's uh, I just enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Great, great, so. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I just enjoy skulls. I just enjoy skulls. <laughs> Just corpses are fun, yeah. <laughs> I kind of wanted to just the me. idea of dead bodies <laughs> amuses me. <laughs> okay, so this next one uh, came out in 1996 when he was promoting a racer. There's only two more left, but when he was, I think when he was promoting mm-hmm. a racer, this is him going off on someone that's interviewing him. But I couldn't exactly find what it's from. But and you guys have mm-hmm. might have seen this before, but uh, because after dinner, everyone ought to have a cigar. So I tried it. Well, the rest is history. I'm still smoking Stogies. I love it. And he introduced me to something really good. And I know now the next question. Knowing you, uh, being the interviewer that you are, digging in deep all the time, you will say now, what does your wife think about that? Let me ask you something. When my wife's father has introduced me to Stogies, what is she going to say? She's not going to say my father made a mistake because her father never makes a mistake. <laughs> so therefore, it is okay. I can smoke stogies around her. I can smoke stogies in my house. First of all, because her father introduced me to stogies. And second of all, because I'm a stud. I'm ballsy. I don't take no shit from anyone. I smoke my stogie anywhere I want. I don't have to find a hideout place like you. <laughs> <laughs> I like the beginning of the laugh. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you puny little man with the camera. I I honestly have no idea. It bugs me. I I have no idea what that, where that came from. And I've tried to did yeah. a little bit of like research and cannot find out what it it was from. But anyway, it looks like it might have been like a behind the scenes feature for a racer. But then he mentions an interviewer, so. Oh, you don't know who, like, who was interviewing him? Yeah, I don't know what that's from. 
which I'm really curious because he's fucking like dunking on the whoever he's talking yeah. to. Because <laughs> Walter Cronkite. <laughs> so <laughs> got beef with him. <laughs> okay, so then uh uh the last thing I want to show you guys is something that I originally saw on the saw on the show Siskel and Ebert go to the movies, which sounds like the title of a stoner comedy from the two thousands, you know? <laughs> but uh we talked about this during the pre-watching show, but David, did you know that, that Arnold's uh voice was originally dubbed over when this movie came out? No. So, okay. So, Wait for like the whole for this for this for, for Hercules in New York. Yeah, for Hercules. Yeah. So they dubbed over oh his voice God. with some other dude's voice. So because it, uh, it was, they said it was not understandable. But this is just a. a He's like, I'm Hercules, and I'm in New York. No one can touch me. <laughs> that's that's actually, exactly that's what it sounds like. <laughs> pretty freaking close. So uh, here, let's. It's like, what was the goal that that every movie that he made after that would just be dubbed over? <laughs> well, <laughs> eventually, I think he did another movie <laughs> for like great. ten years. So like, yeah. But yeah, I have some stuff at the end with how much time they spent on trying to get him English lessons. But anyway, so here, let's watch this real fast if I can get it on there. Oh, this is the uh, poster scene. That's not Hercules. And who is that monster who looks as if he has come straight from the kingdom of the underworld? <laughs> it doesn't even look like me. Look, does it? What is the name of that imitator? Who gave him permission to pretend to be Hercules? Insolence. Who is that? Man, they... They cut out all his. The, the best part of that is when he starts like flexing and like, mm, mm, like, yeah. Yeah. like moves his titties around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, it was just Charlton Heston. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, like your vote, your voice that you're doing was pretty darn close. Yeah, like there was more emotion in his voice, but he was still not a good actor. <laughs> like the the line delivery was still pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> Uh, so Who yeah. is this ape of a man that's posing to be like <laughs> yeah. me? These damn dirty apes? I should wrestle one in the park. <laughs> uh, so that, that's it as far as the promo stuff. Chris, your camera isn't working. At least I can't see him. Can you guys see him? No. Okay. No. That's okay. He might have taken his pants off. So. Oh, sorry. Oh, there we go. He's like, that's why I'm turning that's it back weird. on. I figured I figured you took your shirt off. You're trying to do the scene, reenact the scene. That's what like, I was. A little, it wasn't working. Um, Titties don't bounce like they used to. <laughs> These young guys with their Titties never bounce like that. Perky tits. Hercules, per- more like. <laughs> Anyways. Um, all right. Well, that's it for this episode of See You at the Party, Richter. We will be back with the movie summary, some afterwards, and some other stuff. Yeah, just mm-hmm. just look out for the next episode. So, uh, yeah, I guess there's only uh, one thing left to say. See you at the party, Richter. 